Welcome to Teen Talk, Navigating Teen Challenging Behavior. I am Pei Yi. I'm a parenting and teen challenging behavior specialist at Rainbow Parenting Practice. Over the last 30 years, I've worked with children, teenagers, and then families with various complex needs across different settings. But it is my personal story being a troubled teenager that led me to the creation of my innovative parenting method, Thriving Together Parenting Method. It can help you and your team to have a more loving, respect-driven relationship and the happiness and harmony in your family home in 90 days, no matter what challenging behavior it is, how challenging it has been, and for however long your family has been in a difficult place. Many families came to me when they were in crisis or at breaking point. My TTP method is the secret to their transformative family lives. It can be yours too. I am thrilled for you to be here. And that possibly means you are a successful but stressed out parent who is managing a very demanding job but struggling to know what to do and how to help your troubled teen who is stuck in patterns of challenging behavior. You're fed up with trying everything, but nothing works. You're looking for solutions yesterday and are determined to do whatever it takes to help your teen and family thrive. At Teen Talk, Navigating Teen Challenging Behavior, I will share all the insights I've learned from working with families and their teenagers over the years. I will not hold back. Let's dive in. Okay. This is actually a reflective video following my podcast chat with Bell the other day on, what's the topic again? Gosh, oh, controlled, being controlled. And the other day, Bell and I spoke about teenagers being controlled, but we spoke about we spoke about it more from the perspective of how parents, you know, might controlling their teenagers' behavior because they're worried about their teenagers' safety in the community or their safety at home as well. Because you know the teenagers I work with are really violent, so. It's understandable they want to have some level of control. However, if you have listened to the uh, the, the podcast, you will be listening to me, Belle, me and Belle talking about how we're going to take the topic. Because when we had a look at the card, it's controlled. I wish I had the card with me. I should have thought about it a bit more. When we were thinking about the controlled, what I also mentioned is we can look at that from a grooming perspective. And this is this video is about is to talk about the things that was in my thought throughout the podcast, but I didn't have an opportunity to to share my thoughts just because of the time, because the we the 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 decision we make to take that route. However, this is not to say I won't be able to share in my thoughts afterwards, right? So that's what I'm doing just now. And I want to look at the being controlled from the perspective of online grooming. Do you know this thing, the air core? My husband always kept telling me I'm using the air core very wrongly. So 
I hope I'm using it right today. So, you know, but let's start with online grooming. That's a bit um, I really want to talk about because there has been increasing concern of young people, teenagers being groomed on social platform. And these groomers intentionally, intentionally, intentious, intentionally, like with malicious intent to build relationship with the young people, with teenagers, with the goal of exploiting them emotionally, sexually, and financially. And it occurs, but we're going to talk about online grooming today, is like it can happen in any social media for platforms. It could be in chat rooms, it could be gaming platforms. Parents often forget about that because when you get, teenagers are playing games, they're speaking to strangers as though you don't know who they are. And it could be messaging apps. And I remember once my power was telling me she was on this uh, Snapchat with her with her niece. And I I've and then there's this stranger coming to the chat room asking, like trying to build a relationship with the teenage with, with the kids. She actually told the guy off to just get off this platform. So there's a lot, a lot of there's a lot of danger out there as well to say so it's really important that I share some of my thoughts with us because I've worked with so many teenagers in the past 10 years 20 years 30 years that uh all face these challenges but it's more prevalent in the past 10 years because the social media the technology has advanced and if you think about those picon artists out there they're calling people in a different way because technology has changed not alone this online groomer so there are a few things that the, we do need to watch out and and i suppose when you're thinking about the groomers and how they approach vulnerable young people how they do it is they start with building trust you know and if your teenagers are emotional and vulnerable and you know have a less sense of stranger danger idea they i mean if you think about this we can speak to anyone online at any time at any given time and even if the person you're speaking to you don't necessarily know if they're the person you're speaking to so it's really easy for this to happen and then the grimmers mainly do is to build trust and it's really easy to build trust they talk about you know their sheer interests and hobbies or be very agreeable with the teenagers, or just listen to them, you know, and then be present really trustworthy, you know, take their side, be there on their side, be their champion, yes, you know what, and it's very easy to build trust with a teenager, and then the, what they also tend to do is to, they manipulate the, the teenagers emotions you know especially when they're vulnerable if they are teenagers who are feeling insecure if the teenagers have like unmet emotional needs like i.e they've been you know there's like a there's a lot of arguments at home or they get bullied in school they they struggle in so many different areas and they don't have any friends in school and of course somebody wants to speak to them online they're going to take that opportunity up and then what the groomers always also tend to do is to to test the boundaries 
right? They'll push a little bit and push, push, push a little bit. And we'll see this thing that is a bit inappropriate and then see how this young person and teenagers respond to that. And if a teenager response was like, oh, that's okay, then, you know, they'll push it to the next step into more explicit and more inappropriate content of the discussion or, you know, anything you can think of. And this is to desensitize them, right? It's like, oh, they're used to this. You're a teenager, we're used to it. The things we say, the things we talk about. And then they also often do is to isolate the teenagers. It's like, you know, there will be some sort of secrecies, you know, oh, you don't need to go and see that friend. You know what, you have got me. Why do you need to go and see that person? Or they might do like, right, hey, you know, your mom, you're doing, you're you and your mom doesn't get along. You have a four hour, that's fine. Come and speak to me. Do you know, I'm here for you. I'm here to listen to you. See, all these things are very easy to get the, the trust of a young person. And they might move on to give them gifts bribe them they say oh like you know i just i thought about you the other day so i bought you something blah, 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 all the things and the next thing if it doesn't work they might threaten and intimidate them right but that usually follows after if they, seriously like i say earlier if they, they send out into like in inappropriate content and they might also ask the young person to do the same. And young person, because have the trusting relationship with the, the person, they're more likely to send inappropriate content back as well. And if the groomer has all those information, and of course, they're going to use that to threaten the young person, you know, and they'll be like, if you do this thing, if you don't do what I say, I am going to like post this on social media or I'm going to do X, Y, Z. So you see how this is like a, a gradual thing, you know, for, and there are many tactics they can use to, to groom a young person online, but these are normally things they would do to, to groom a young person and a, a, a teenager. And if you think about this, right, you'll be thinking, oh, how can it be? How can it be so easy? And it's true when you are vulnerable, when you are emotionally vulnerable, it's really easy to fall into that trap. If you think about this, right? Look at the look at all the advertisement, look at the bank just now before you actually pay for something. They will ask you, ask you, are you sure you not this is not a, a fraud? Are you sure you want to send money out or to this to this person? So because people are still being deceived by people, right? And how many times have you seen people being like sending money to people? You know, the the con artists, they are really good at getting money out of people. And the most recent one that I've I've seen is through relationship. You know what? It's a vulnerability, isn't it? Everybody and a desire and a need is everybody wants to be loved. And it's the same thing for young person, young teenagers. They want to be loved. They want to be cared for. They want to be listened to. They want to have friends. They want to have a sense of belonging. And we don't, don't have that. If somebody online can provide them with that, it's easy, right? So it's the same, like I was talking about earlier, the relationship side of things, like adults still get deceived by people because they want to be loved and because they want to have a relationship. I remember a, I think, is it last year? Was it last year? Actually, no, it was this year when I was home. 
in Taiwan. I was visiting my family and I watched a, a piece of news on television is this woman from Taiwan met this guy in America for however long, I don't remember, but he was asking her, I mean, a few months in, he was asking her to send him money, like me, a million dollars or pounds or something. He said, I need some help and help me with this money and I will get it back to you. You're the love of my life. I just want to be with you and all these things. And guess what? This woman was about to send him the money, right? And that person literally was deceiving him, deceiving her. And you see how easy that can be done because we have that innate desire and innate need and that innate vulnerabilities. And people can easily take an advantage of that. And that can easily make your teenagers feel very controlled and unable, doesn't know how to get out of that. And the other example was this thing's a really powerful. This mind thing is really, really powerful. And don't underestimate it. It's a bit like, you know, you've been in a cult. Have you ever been in a cult or heard a story about someone being a cult? Actually, I have been in a cult, but not in my sense. Being, let me reframe this. It's my, one of my uh, relationship in the past the guy I was seeing at the time was actually in a cult. So I went to the church with him. And only when I went to the church with him, because I just moved to Scotland then, and I was looking for a church, and someone recommended that church. So I went to that church, and then I met him. And then throughout that journey, because we like each other. So I stay out of the church. So I stay out of the church. I stay in the church for a bit longer until I realized, oh my God, this is not the church I wanted to be because that was not like the church I went home. Like I, I was, I had a home. So I left the church and went to another one, but he continued to go to that church. And what I learned and found was he was completely brainwashed. Actually, oh, I could say he was actually completely groomed. <laughs> if I want to say, look at it that way. His mindset was completely, he wasn't, he just felt, it, I suppose the, the similarities was he was so controlled by this church, by what they tell him, what he can do and cannot do, right? If you do this, you're going to go to hell. If you do this, you're going to go to hell. And But if you do this, you might go to heaven. Right, so this guy's blueprint and what he's being taught is, if I do this, I'll go to hell. And then he creates so much anxieties within him when he does something wrong that he thinks he's going to go to hell. Right, That's how powerful these people, the mind can be when you've been washed and groomed all the time. And it's the same for the young person, vulnerable young person. Teenagers are vulnerable. They're not invincible. It's the same for them. They'll be like how do I get this out? And if I get out of this, am I going to be okay? Or am I going to go through the same, am I going to emotionally feel guilty? Or am I going to do all these things? So it's pretty similar if we look at the mindset. However, there are definitely ways we can support the young person. But what I want to talk about is not after your young person's being groomed. Because 
what we want really want to do is the preventative part of the work right of the the strategy you want to think about and something you just i'm sorry i'm just looking at it because something came to my mind is because i've heard a lot of parents tell me i trust my young person i trust they will make the right decision online and while that is really admirable and what's that the word i'm thinking to use the the english escaped me again by the way sorry english sometimes escape me and while that is really admirable but at the same time is not the young person i don't trust is the people, the environment in the outside world that we can trust. And I'm not saying everybody's bad, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying there's a lot of risks out there. And your young person, your teenagers may not have enough knowledge, skill and resources to be able to say, actually, this is not the right thing to do, or this is you know, the this is not the way that it doesn't feel safe and all these things. So it's really, really important we think about the prevent prevention of this, which is about educating your teenagers about the risk online. It's also about monitoring your teenagers use online. It's also about educating yourself about using internet and using online social platforms did i just say three of them i think i did right so the first one let me recap this sometimes i I forget what i said so the first one is to educate your teenagers about online safety it's really really important you know i grew up in taiwan there was a lot a lot of earthquake there was a lot of earthquake and it's actually quite scary so we have to do a lot of um earthquake rehearsal like a a fire drill fire drill but we do earthquake drill so like i remember in school we always have those you know and then it tells you like go hide underneath the desk don't run outside of the building or you wish so we went through that drill again and again and again and that's because the government and the school and want to teach us and prepare us for the worst you know if things do come if when the danger arrives right sometimes we panic like "Ah, how am we going to do it but what they're trying to do is to teach us when there's a situation happen when this happens you do this and then automatically your brain strengthen that part of the 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 skills and memory and you you, so you don't when your emotional is out there but your brain will still remember let me do this right so it's the same and it's the the same, and it's the fire like the fire drill that I was talking about. It's the same we want to do with our teenager is to educate them on the risk, do the risk drill with them. Do you know what could be unsafe? Social media use like what uh, these people might say to you, might do, or what would they? What sort of the things they use? Like you know the things I talk about today, like isolating you, trying to build a relationship with all these things you can share with your team, so they can detect oh my god this is like a warning sign this person is like don't speak to them right so that's the first thing it's really important to do that safety 
a risk drill with your teenager and educate them. Second part is monitor their social media use. I cannot stress how important it is. And it's not about invade their privacy. It really is not about that. It's about keeping your young person safe, right? So check on the social medias they're using and you can tell them, ask them as well. I am worried about the, you know, the online safety out there. It's not because I don't trust you. It's that I don't trust the people outside. So I'm going to check in with your social media use and these are the only platform you can use or when are the times you can use it, you know, so that boundaries are really, really important. And supervision and monitoring is really important. So speak to your teen about this. The third one is make sure yourself is educated around the risks along the social platform. It's really important. If you're young person is on Snapchat. You want to know the function of Snapchat. And you'll be like, how am I going to learn this? Well, you can Google as well. And the best way is always ask the young person. The teenagers teach you. That's what I do. Tell me about Snapchat. I don't know how to use Snapchat. What are the function? What do you use? What do you do on Snapchat? What about Instagram? You know, who do you follow? How do you use that? You know, how do I set up an account? So ask your teenagers to do that right so my hope is if we can do the prevention then we don't need to worry about our young person being online groomed and that is i'm going to focus on today is to talk about the front end intervention is to think about how can we keep our young person safe from the front end and that is a very very important skills and knowledge to have right i think that's we'll conclude this for today and if i have we can come back to think about the the the, the back end you know say it's really unfortunate if your teenager has been groomed what can we do how can we support your teenager and what sort of actions you need to you need to take when that happen but i think that's enough for today and i hope that you will find this helpful lisa i have to give this episode a name you know because i'm sure i will miss a lot in the podcast with bail the things i want to chat and but stay tuned and i hope you'll find this helpful do come do go and listen to your podcast i love our podcast it's very interesting but then you will that's your podcast I was going I think it's interesting what I think is interesting you'll find it interesting anyway that will be me I'm going to finish today bye thank you to everyone at home or on the go for listening if you find this show helpful please hit that follow or subscribe button it does wonders for the show so more people can find Team Talk Navigating Team Challenging Behaviour organically If you have any questions about anything we talk about, please drop me a line at payee at teentalkpod.com. That is P-E-I hyphen I at teentalkpod.com. I read every email I get. I read every email I get, whether that's an episode idea, a guest recommendation, or just a simple note about how the show has impacted you. I'd love to hear from you. I am Pei Yi and I'll see you on the next episode.